0: is Brandon Weber, and today I'll be talking about episode 11, We Are Family, of Survivor Africa, and uh, I have with me the man who is almost a part of my family at this point, and certainly a part of the Scott Survive Survivor family, Scott Watson, how are you?
1: Oh, well, I'm doing much better now that you said that. That's That's the kindest thing I think you've said to me on this podcast off podcast way kinder things have been said I just want everyone to know that but I I too feel like family Uh, each episode that we we record together uh, I just feel that familial tension increasing you know
0: do you feel the urge to discuss things like politics uh, with me now that we're family
1: yes I want to be at Thanksgiving with you eating Corn soup as his tradition, and I want to just talk about, just argue about politics, just rant.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we can uh, have a, a a short preview of what that would look like uh, at some point during this episode when we talk about uh, talk about Frank. Oh um, boy. Yeah. So we'll see where we go. Uh, probably won't won't dive uh, too deep into uh, uh, into that, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. You never know with the Scott Survive Survivor podcast where we're gonna end up. <laughs>
1: We're talking about gun policies now.
0: Yep. Yep. A two thousand one gun policy discussion. Should be yes. should be great. <laughs> so uh, let's dive into this episode. It's our second episode of the season that has a well, at least the second, that has a song title as its title. Um, Whoa. I on I think Who's Zoom and Who is a little better of a song than We Are Family personally. I don't know your thoughts on We Are Family.
1: We Our Family, it's, I mean, it is iconic. It's pretty repetitive. I, I think, it, would that be disco? Maybe funk?
0: I don't know, yeah, somewhere in between those two.
1: Yeah, those songs can be a little repetitive in the lyrics because it's not about the lyrics. Brandon, it's about feeling the music yeah. and reminding yourself of the fact that the people around you are your family.
0: Yeah, except I, I never really felt connected because I never had any sisters growing up. So it just didn't feel relevant to Mm. me. Like my dad had two sisters and even he doesn't like the song.
1: Okay. Did you consider that maybe not liking the song just runs in your family?
0: Maybe we are family in the way that we dislike this song.
1: So in a way, the song has kind of created a through line for you guys to get to know each other better and relate to each other. So in that way, you can still appreciate the song for making you feel like a family.
0: Yeah, that's a very positive spin on it. (laughs) So, yes, uh, if you don't know the song We Are Family, you can either listen to it or not. Brandon will sing
1: it for you right now.
0: Oh, uh, the audio cut out, I did sing it, but yeah. We lost it, it was beautiful. It's gone, it was so great though. So, uh, let's just move on to talk about the Survivor (laughs) episode. Uh, One other note, I Notice that this episode aired the day that season four filming ended. So at this point in Survivor history, we're watching this episode, episode 11 of Survivor Africa, and season four's contestants have just finished their season. So they're they're spitting out these seasons like back to back to back, and they're really uh, filming these seasons.
1: That is absolutely insane.
0: So let's talk about uh, what happened in this episode. We're going to open on night 27 after Brandon was voted out. And we get Kim Powers has a lot of stuff in this episode. And she's going to start by saying why she voted for Brandon. Because she didn't trust him anymore because he betrayed her at the previous vote. So she had to vote him out. Uh, but it still was hard for her a little bit. She said it tugged at her heart. Um, so they they had this bond, and it was hard for her, but she looked past that and voted him out.
1: <laughs> she looked past her bonds, as many people tend to do on Survivor, uh, and just, just voted based on strategy.
0: Yeah. And then I think we have a, a lot of interesting stuff between the other side of the of the fence with the original Baran people. Um, Lex, Mm -hmm. Kim Johnson, Tom, and Ethan are still standing and now they have a four, three advantage. And Lex talks about how he didn't vote for Brandon because they were friends. Uh, So he, (laughs) he, he stuck to his friendship. Unlike, uh, unlike Kim powers did. Uh, But Ethan thinks that like by befriending Brandon Lex was covering himself and he just wanted more people like on his side and he didn't really care how it looked <laughs> to his original alliance of Ethan and Tom and Kim, Kim Johnson
1: yeah it's kind of fun seeing this like dance of uh accusing people of motivations and like oh you only did that because of this oh you're just you you kicked him off it's just I feel like when this game boils down to it's uh uh it's skeleton if you will uh the motivations don't matter everyone's gonna do what they 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 can to get ahead in the game i guess it's like a matter of like can i trust this person i thought i thought we all agreed though you can't trust any of these people uh i think maybe they're just looking for a special bond that you sometimes do see like in the previous season i feel like uh, Tina and the Culpster actually did have a bond at the end of the game so maybe they're just trying to look for that but I feel like that's so rare who cares what their motivation is is my point
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I mean in some way they're all trying to get a little bit farther in the game so and we've talked about that a lot like all these people or most of the people that are going to be cast for the show have a certain personality type that makes them a good choice to have on the show because they're going to do what it, what it takes to advance and to win. But I just think it's interesting to talk about, uh, how, how they're all relating to each other
1: at this point in the game. Oh, I mean, it's worth talking about because they are talking about it. Yeah. But when I hear Ethan saying like, can I really, can I really trust Lex after Mm -hmm. all that? I just feel like the answer has always been no.
0: Right. The answer has been no since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, Lex did have a strong word with Brandon. He did not vote him out, and if the other people hadn't found enough votes to vote Brandon out, then this could have been a way different story. Although, yeah. I think the result would have been, like, Frank getting voted out, unless, like, a bunch mm-hmm. of other people just turned on Ethan, like T-Bird want, uh, wants to do in this episode. But that yeah. never really seemed like a possibility.
1: Right. Yeah, Frank getting voted out was definitely an uh, and. and an inevitability, uh, just based on the kind of person he is, I would say. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so we get uh, stuff from Kim Johnson. She she doesn't think that the three Baron guys really want to go to the final three together. She thinks that <laughs> they are skeptical of each other, which is true. That's definitely true. Uh, and she says, like, I feel good with them because I think you know they they will not stick together until the end of this thing. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I don't really understand that logic. I guess I feel like she should feel better to be allied with people who are going to be strong allies for the rest of the game. Maybe she just feels like because they want to be the the final three. I guess.
0: But that's what she's saying. She doesn't think they really do, though.
1: Oh, that's what so they're saying. But so she's saying she she might have a spot up in there because right. Yeah. one of them's going to get kicked out of the group or something. Right. right. Or, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like Kim Johnson uh, is not in the best position right now. So she's, she's looking for things to cling to. Uh, she's just shown that um, she, you know, she's failing a lot of challenges and uh, I don't know. I, I guess there could be something to that because definitely those three people are not very solid right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're definitely talking about each other to the cameras, so Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's a matter of time before something comes out. We'll talk more about Kim Johnson as this episode goes on, because I think she has a very interesting decision to make later Mm -hmm. in the episode, and she chooses One Direction, and I would love to hear later uh, your thoughts on what she decides to do. Uh, Before this night ends, though, uh, there's more lions around the camp, and Ethan and Kim Powers are on the two-to-four shift. They talk specifically what hours they're on the shift. Uh, is production giving them the heads up, like, what hours it is? Because I, they presumably have no way of telling time.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's so true. And sundials, they only work in the daytime. So right. they can't say they've been using one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess so. Um, especially if they're still pushing the, like, you guys need to be taking shifts thing. Yeah. I, I imagine there's someone helping out with uh making sure they have equal shifts through the night
0: yeah somebody's like ringing a bell and it's like okay two to four shift you're up ethan and kim Um, you know
1: watching this episode i i do have to wonder again what the point of shifts is so they can just go out there and listen to the lions and pee their pants in fear i think that's it (laughs) because if their jobs to warn people of lions I would say they did a pretty bad job of that.
0: Yeah, because they're just listening to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm Yeah. I, well, I loved this lion scene because like one of them, they get looking straight at the camera, which is great. The lion just like turns to the yeah. camera. It, it, With
1: the eyes reflecting off of the, yeah. the camera lights. It's yeah, it terrifying. Great.
0: Yeah, and the ro- one roar was like really loud, and Kim Powers is like really scared, and she like, you yeah. know, jumps a little bit and runs runs away to who knows where.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, she has nowhere to go.
0: No, we found out from Tom earlier in the <laughs> yeah. season that there's nowhere to run. So yeah, she she and then she goes on to tell the camera, like, in a very happy, jovial tone, like, yeah, if the lion wanted to, they could definitely just get up and over our boma. Like, it wouldn't be that bad. And she's just like, haha, like that'd be great, wouldn't it? And I just thought thought it was so funny that she's so like nonchalant about this at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean what else can you do? They're just kind of out there. Yeah. I I I just there's got to be some there's one of those guys with the AKs is nearby or something. Like <laughs> yeah. I I just don't I feel like that's not there's no way that's an actual threat right now. Like it's yeah. terrifying that there's real lions circling them and I think that part's real. Yeah. But I I feel like the perceived danger is not as real as they're making it out to be.
0: Probably not. I think they would have to do something really stupid like actually leave the like Mm -hmm. leave the camp when they hear the lions and like you know production you can't tell me what to do you know but i don't think anybody is really going to do that
1: would would that be the end of survivor i think it would have been something like that
0: i think it would have been yeah (laughs) so for our sake i'm very happy that uh nobody did that Yeah. yeah
1: thanks for staying put kim powers
0: and then I have loved throughout the season, the next morning we get like these scenes of all the animals like waking up and we've got like the music playing and it felt very Lion King to me. And this is not mm. like the only time in this episode that uh, it felt very Lion King. We'll get to the other part. I think it's later uh, with the with the zebras. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I love the scenery in this season. It's so beautiful there. Oh yeah. So many good shots of animals and it's just been a very pleasant season to watch in terms of the visuals
1: yeah i definitely get the impression from their b-roll that they don't have to look far to to see all this incredible wildlife all around them it's not hiding it's just out and about which is uh, i think such a beautiful part of uh, africa and i guess kenya suspect uh specifically
0: yeah for sure definitely the most like the best location, I think, that we've seen in terms of wildlife in mm-hmm. the three seasons, um, but not the most pleasant thing on the screen is how swollen Kim Johnson's legs are, and how she's like pushing on them and like changing where they, yeah, like, where her skin ends up. It's it's wild.
1: Yeah, she pulls down her socks, and it's like her ankles are like my wrists, and mm-hmm. the her legs are like, uh my wrists when they're really swollen mm-hmm. yeah. you know this the difference is so stark it's, it's incredible is that the right word stark yeah and, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah uh stark contrast not a starch contrast starch no uh but she wants the swelling to go somewhere else on her body and we won't uh we'll, we'll say that and then leave that i think <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah is she just dehydrated right now is that what's happening
0: they're just all super lethargic and they're Mm. all just like unhealthy like they've lived a very unhealthy life for the past 28 days
1: yeah she pushed down on her skin and it just kind of stayed down it was (laughs) really concerning if that happened to me i would i would drive myself or have someone drive me to uh urgent care because that's not good
0: no not good uh, Tom is not swelling up he's lost 40 pounds he thinks during this game which is a lot of weight
1: that's a lot of weight uh definitely uh, a lot of weight to lose in 28 days <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's a lot uh and, but all they're eating is they call one of the things they eat is gruel and the other thing is is mush and mm-hmm. they just eat this like corn soup thing with kind of like corn water yeah
1: yeah it looks really gross and everyone does not seem to enjoy it even a little bit
0: yeah uh yeah super gross uh but i mean i guess it's i guess it's something so they're gonna keep eating it
1: this brings up something uh I, i didn't really notice that much until this episode they're not even making an attempt to hunt or fish or look for exterior uh sources of food they're just relying on what they have yeah and it's it's clearly affecting their morale and uh they're not i wonder if they're even allowed to hunt out
0: there yeah i was gonna say i think they're probably not allowed to hunt i bet most of the animals in the area are protected like we talked about the elephants and the poachers yeah that kind of thing i i'd imagine most of the animals are protected and especially because i think they're in a, a reserve like uh, mm. I, and I that might be part of it, and then I you know there's no great bodies of water to do much yeah. fishing in.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I feel like that seems a little unfair to them, then because they're stuck with just disgusting bland food. Yeah, yeah. They don't even provide provide have like that much rice. Energy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, not great the food situation on Motomaji, uh, but Ethan and Tom are gonna have I think an important discussion on day 28. Um, Ethan tells Tom that Lex is worried. Lex seems worried or something, and uh, Tom Tom says, cause he knows that I didn't like that he voted for Frank instead of voting with us against Brandon. Mm -hmm. And he says he jeopardized the Alliance when he made that vote.
1: I mean, uh, maybe, but he also told them he was gonna do that He's like, I I have to do this and, uh, you know, do what you want to based on that. I I don't know. I feel like he didn't really betray them because of that. I guess he wasn't being a very good Alliance team member.
0: Yeah. I wonder what he would have done if he was, like, actually the swing. Like, if he was Mm. the only one preventing Brandon from going.
1: Yeah, because that would... That would probably create a huge rift yeah. in the alliance if you kept Brandon. Yeah, because
0: like if yeah. T Bird had voted for Lex in that first tribal, as like the actual fifty fifty swing vote, then that would be a much more powerful, you know, decision than being like, okay, well Clarence is still going home, but I'm gonna vote for Lex just to like throw my vote away towards Lex. Um, mm. So, yeah, but. Yeah, they had enough votes to get Brandon out. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel in terms of like how much they were privy to about wh- like, why he was doing that and what he was going to do because they clearly had enough votes to vote Brandon out. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan had uh, come... Oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I just before we move on from the, the starving se- section, I, I wanted to make an observation. Uh, Survivor kind of always... Or they've they've kind of had this pattern of like showing how emaciated people have become and like the, the weight they've lost. But they always show them in like the lying down on their back to where their like stomachs are like deflated. Yeah. And you can see their ribs. Pretty much everyone looks like that when they're laying down. Uh i I've, and I feel like these people actually have lost a lot of weight. It just it always seems so deceptive to me. They're like, oh my gosh, look, you can see you can see Tom's ribs and it's mm-hmm. like okay well it's not that's not the best example. That's not the most honest honest example, I guess.
0: True. Yeah. Well, they need to get the scale out there so they can actually weigh themselves mm-hmm. and prove that they've lost the weight. Yeah. Yeah. Um Ethan had come into the game not wanting to be a part of an alliance, which is kind of very season 1 of Ethan. Uh, yeah. But then he reali- and then you know he's like i you, I realize that you have to and Tom's like you you can't you can't do it without an alliance.
1: Yeah, I mean good for Ethan. He gets points I guess for good intentions
0: yeah yeah but yeah, he's in an alliance now um, And then Ethan is gonna uh ask Tom if he thinks that he should try to, do some damage control and talk to Lex about what he's done but then Tom doesn't really think that will work because he said when he made that agreement with Brandon he didn't come to me he didn't come to you he did it on his own all he was worried about was Lex now he's got to thinking about me and you right we definitely have some like behind the back talking at this point between these three
1: yeah yeah I feel like that by itself is a pretty good indicator that the Alliance isn't going to last Yeah. just because they're, I mean, in a way that's already a betrayal. It's like talking about someone behind their back and making plans behind their back. I don't know.
0: Yeah. He says from here on out, I'll have question with Lex.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if that amounts to anything.
0: Yeah. It doesn't in this episode. So nope. we'll see if it, if it does next time. Ah, uh, they get tree mail for the reward challenge, and it's a pig. And uh, the only difference between the pig and Big Tom is that the pig doesn't have a boil. <laughs> that's what T Bird says, and then that's what they say when they bring it back to the camp.
1: Yeah, uh, I. It's an interesting comparison. I feel like it's they stretched so far to be insulting. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, it's a pig. Guess who's out? Who else is like a pig, except he has a boil? Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what, but they all what?
0: thought the same thing, so yeah.
1: Apparently, multiple people said that. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it is great. Um, yeah. So, and this is a very fun reward challenge because it's not a challenge at all. It is the auction.
1: Yes. Fantastic challenge! I'm so glad to see it return. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's always fun. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the auction is so fun. I yeah, it's one of my favorite parts of of uh, a Survivor season because it's just so light and creates so many fun moments. Espe- like this one especially is yeah. like so fun. Oh yeah. Maybe it's cuz they each got 20,000 shillings instead of like 500 bucks that they got in the in the last season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know the difference between those currencies, but it did make it seem like it was a lot more money.
0: Yeah, I guess uh let's see, they had to bid in increments of five hundred, so that's like forty increments. And then in uh let's see, in Survivor Australia they had like increments of twenty and they had five hundred, so that's like twenty five increments. So it is more. I think they do have more to work okay. with. Yeah. That was some quick quick math. Do some fact checking on the on the Twitters everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so they can share food at the auction as long as they shared money to buy that food, and that's going to come into play. Lots of people are going to try to share money with each other. Yeah. Lex starts us off getting a coffee and a chocolate croissant for 3,000 shillings.
1: It's really brave to get the first thing, I feel like. Yeah. Just because if you watch – and maybe they the, the season wasn't out yet, when this was filming but I feel like if you watch the second season it's like the the first few items that's just bait the good mm-hmm. stuff comes later
0: yeah yeah I mean we saw like the next thing Kim Johnson gets some cheese and crackers for six thousand yeah and looking at what some other people got for like slightly more than that like mm-hmm. that is not a good deal no yeah uh they bring out a beer and and Jeff says the bidding is gonna start at four thousand and Tom is yeah. like, I'm gonna bid one thousand,
1: <laughs> and a- a- immediately the survivors correct. I'm like, no, it's he said four thousand. And Tom's like, you can't like, bid one thousand.
0: No, one thousand.
1: Yeah, then and he Jeff's just sticks like, to his guns. All right,
0: nobody else wants it. <laughs> Big Tom yeah. gets it for one thousand.
1: Yeah, uh, Tom learned a bad lesson about sticking to his guns and not changing his mind.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about sticking to your guns a little later, also. <laughs> Um, oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. They're going to have a bidding war for a ice cream sundae between Kim Powers and Tom. And Tom and Ethan are kind of collaborating to screw over Kim Powers because they know she really wanted this ice cream. Yeah. And they force it- her to go all the way up to 12500
1: uh-huh. Yeah, I guess that's part of the fun of the game. Kim really wanted this ice cream (laughs) she She wanted this ice cream more than she wanted to win immunity in the last episode which was a lot which was a lot yeah what would eating that much sugar do to you after spending that long with just no nutrition oh my gosh just
0: like eating like all that dairy after like not eating and having good healthy like diet uh, that sounds awful
1: Maybe they didn't show what happened to her. No. Maybe it's maybe it's just so obvious it's that they're like, much. you don't you don't need to see this.
0: Yeah, you don't need to show it. Uh, she's
1: she's off to the elephant field to <laughs> almost be trampled while using the the restroom over there.
0: She's like, oh, is is that Clarence over there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Ethan's gonna buy a cup of chocolate syrup for five thousand. what is a, that? That's not a good purchase.
1: What is that? He wanted it too. Yeah. He's like, yeah, oh, just the chocolate fudge only. or I guess it's just chocolate syrup. Yes, please. just like it's not even milk to make chocolate milk from that. No, why ew, that's it's literally just pure sugar.
0: Yeah, not great. Uh, but you know, I guess they'll do stupid things when they've eaten nothing for. Twenty eight days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then the next item is covered. And Kim Johnson asks Lex to split it, but he says that he doesn't want to get gooned and gets get that isn't good.
1: Yeah. Uh they must have seen the second season then with the sugar river water that yes. somebody got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
0: she she ends up getting it for eleven thousand and it was worth it
1: oh my gosh yeah that is there, there hasn't been a whole lot of food on this season that I thought looked really good but that fried chicken and mashed potatoes oh my goodness yes please
0: yep yeah and uh, so they are gonna bid over the stuff on Kim's plate just among among themselves which is so fun Jeff's just yeah. standing there like carry on yeah. and they, T-Bird is involved in this bidding war and they say T-Bird what are you waiting for and she's like Chicken and potatoes and they're like, It's literally right there in front of you.
1: <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't uh, cr- get any. No, it, it was so tragic. I really thought she would because she was willing to go all in. And when she saw fried chicken, she just started whispering to herself, just fried chicken, mashed potatoes. Oh my goodness. And she yeah, she didn't get it. It's it's oh. a tragic story, honestly. It's it's the saddest thing to happen in this episode. Yes
0: definitely Lex gets a bite of a piece of chicken and half the potatoes for like almost all of what Kim spent to get it. So she like just recouped all of her money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, T bird ends up getting a hoagie for 16.5 thousand shillings.
1: That's they call it a hoagie. Yeah. What region of the United States calls, uh, subway sandwiches, uh, a hoagie, or submarine not subway sorry yeah for i think that that's accidental a prod, product placement is that
0: a is that a kenyan uh kenyan regional term
1: <laughs> maybe it's kenyan yeah. yeah
0: i don't know i don't know where hoagie, submarine sandwich or i feel like there's a third one hero yeah hero yeah that's right yeah. yeah i've heard all of them obviously but yeah she she gets it it looked great and uh she has an interesting description for how good it is
1: good enough to make you want to slap your mama oh yeah that's you hear that a lot in the south especially with barbecue that's that's caused a lot of uh moms to be slapped over the years oh my gosh yeah it's unfortunate
0: hopefully not your mom
1: no my mom's barbecue was never that good
0: oh my gosh (laughs)
1: i'm just kidding i'm just kidding
0: does mrs scott listen to this oh my gosh
1: i'm so sorry She might, and I apologize. Mom, your barbecue is great, and I would never hit you.
0: Scott's always making stuff up. Uh, That that wasn't he. What he said just now wasn't true. It's great. Okay.
1: The only thing true about me that I've said on the show is that I haven't seen an episode of Survivor. So.
0: (laughs) All right. Cool. That sounds good. And then we have one (laughs) last mystery item before we close the auction, and uh, Tom ends up getting it for nine thousand shillings. And they drag out him lifting lifting up the cover to see what it is. And he has the absolute best slash most offensive reaction to what is here because he's combined with Ethan to pay for this. Yeah. And he says, He did me wrong. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. After I kiss you. Yeah. And then he lifts it up. It's bacon and pancakes. And he says...
1: Ham! He's a Jew and he won't need the ham. He's, a Jew. he's a Jew! Yeah, it's it's so uncomfortable for him to just yell that over and over again. Uh and also there's like not that much ham there anyway. So yeah. I don't I don't know why I think in hit in Tom's Tom brain, he just <laughs> made that connection. He's like, Okay, Ethan's Jewish. Oh my goodness, there's a little ham on this plate. How can I use this? And he uses it by just screaming that th- the fact that he is jewish over and over again like that alone is very funny i also like how uh he basically does the network's job for them by creating this uh tense and like uh interesting moment where we think it's bad but then he reveals it to be good he's he's kind of doing jeff's job uh with like subverting expectations
0: right yeah, he did. He did do that. Yeah, I I think the seat. I mean, I I typically try to look at like how the person is reacting, and yeah. like Ethan is cracking up, but I do think it like it it affected him a little bit. I imagine, and he I says mean, they like talk yeah about it later. Yeah, like yeah, that wasn't. I think he's gonna say like you know that wasn't great, but like he says you know I know he's joking, but I think he just means like I know he doesn't like he just says these things without thinking. Like I don't think yeah. he's joking necessarily. I just think he doesn't think about these things
1: yeah it. i don't know it's it's just weird i don't know yeah it maybe it's just because i am living in the year 2022 and i was m- merely six years old when this came out um or seven maybe Did, was this 2002
0: this uh was 2001 i want to say
1: yeah so i was like six so i don't know maybe humor's just changed so much in 20 years but uh it's not nearly as exciting and funny to me as as it is to tom
0: yeah for sure yeah so that's that's it for the auction fun auction overall lots of great stuff oh yeah and they they all got nice and fed and no montage of them talking about having to use the bathroom afterwards which is always good for for us yeah So we're on day 29 back at Moto Maji, and Lex uh, points out that the auction revealed pairs of people who are sort of working together closely. So Lex and Kim Johnson were, like, sharing food and money, and then Ethan and Tom were sharing food and money, and Frank and T-Bird were sharing food and money. Although Mm. I don't know, did Frank buy anything?
1: We didn't see him buy anything. That seems weird that he wouldn't have even...
0: Yeah, I don't think we saw him like at all in this. Uh, maybe he helped T Bird have more money for the sandwich, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I didn't write anything down about this. I just noticed like I, we never talked about Frank.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah. he got something that was so boring. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good enough for TV.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then Kim Powers didn't really have a companion. Uh, probably because they just voted out Brandon at the previous Tribal Council. Yeah, she
1: voted out her companion, her (laughs) potential companion. She
0: did. Uh, And then uh, Kim is going to say something that has been obvious to us from the beginning, that Tom is not the most politically correct human.
1: Oh. Wait, wait. uh, This this Tom?
0: Yeah, Big Tom. Not Little Tom.
1: What? Yeah. I don't... Do you know what she could possibly be talking about, Brandon?
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh, it's funny when he's talking to Ethan, and he's like, you know, you probably think I'm uh, something, something, and he's trying to think of it, and Ethan's (laughs) like uh, a bigot, and then Tom is like, what is a bigot? And it's (laughs) just so revealing.
1: (laughs) Doesn't even know what the word means. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But he's very good at checkers, and uh, nobody can beat him at checkers.
1: Yeah, was that checker's board created by them?
0: I don't know. It looked great.
1: It, I mean, it it did look like the lines were really straight, but it also looked pretty rudimentary. They were playing with like rocks with. They're playing with on rocks.
0: Them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how they got the board, but they definitely made the pieces out of the out of rocks in the area. So I don't know. But Tom's good, and uh, I noticed in the scene, how are there still chickens there? They haven't eaten these chickens. Why? Why are they not eating the chickens?
1: Yeah, that that is a Oh my gosh, I recall seeing that as well and it didn't register with me that they did still have what at least like two chickens. At least chickens. two, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't know, maybe they've started laying giant eggs. Maybe, giant but ostrich st- eggs.
0: Still eating this complaining about this gruel and this mush and yeah. then they have chickens there.
1: What are they saving it for? Is someone's birthday coming up?
0: I don't know. Maybe it's like
1: maybe Frank has taken them under his wing so much that people are like, we can't take away Frank's sweet, sweet pets.
0: Now that Frank's gone, look out chickens.
1: Yeah. Whoa, whoa. That was your last protector.
0: Yes. uh, But you know, Tom being good at checkers is making the other people think that he might be playing up how dumb he is and like how, you know, he's just this good old country boy.
1: What you do you know, think? Can I, I would, I would love to make a statement on checkers if I can yes it's the look if you like checkers that's fine but come on it's it's not that intellectual compared to like let's say a chess Mm -hmm. or trouble you know it's it's you've (laughs) only got like you can only move two directions with any of the pieces it's not a very interesting game and also everyone in Texas I don't know where Tom's from but not Texas everyone around the south they're great at checkers, okay? Because they spend all their time playing giant cracker or giant checkers at Cracker Barrel in those big old rocking chairs they have out there.
0: So you're not impressed?
1: I'm not impressed.
0: No. Yeah, Tom is from – It pulled up uh, Tom Buchanan from The Great Gatsby. So uh, he's from Virginia. Well,
1: well, wh- he's from Virginia, okay. Where is Tom Buchanan from The Great Gatsby from?
0: <laughs> He's from a book. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just uh, like, East, yeah, I, the East Egg or something. I, I think that's right. one of the things in there. I don't know. He's either from yeah. West Egg or East Egg. I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tom being good at checkers. Yeah. I mean, chess. You have you know double the pieces and lots of ways they move. You mentioned Trouble. Isn't Trouble like your move is uh, defined for you? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's correct.
0: But it still takes a lot of skill.
1: It takes more skill than checkers.
0: Oh, my gosh. Controversial takes from Scott. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then it's time for our favorite segment of every episode. Did you see the Dust Devil?
1: I saw the Dust Devil. I saw Brendan. it, too. Yes. yes. Okay. Right. We were both looking up. We were not taking notes. Yes. I did take a note after I saw the Dust Devil.
0: Okay. That you saw it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean when we both see it? Does winter, uh, continue for three weeks?
0: Oh shoot. Oh, maybe we'll have to Dang we'll it. have to find out. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then I I did make another note after the dust devil that they see like a zebra stampede, and at yes. first before they oh. said it was zebras, I was like, are those wildebeests going to attack Simba and Mufa and kill Mufasa?
1: Whoa. First of all, too soon. Mm-hmm. Second of all, this is I, like
0: when that movie was released. About, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think it came out in like '95 or '96. Oh, I thought it
0: was early 2000s, but
1: that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I made the same reference. Yeah. When I was like, those those guys just got done stamping on Mufasa.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Sorry, also everybody. If you yeah, if you have trauma from Lion King still.
1: So, or if you have any lions in your family, right? You know, we know that's a sensitive spot for you.
0: Yes, send Scott Survive survivor, SS survivor pod a DM, and we'd be happy mm-hmm. to uh, unsuccessfully help you through uh, said trauma or that's right lions in your family drama. So let us know, and then uh, we we get to more uh, fun with Big Tom and uh, giving the people in Motomaji showers. What
1: do you oh, think about this? Yeah. I mean definitely the least comfortable I've been while watching Tom on screen so far which really just keeps happening in every single episode. He keeps <laughs> yeah. he keeps topping the creepy thing he did in the episode before. Yeah, I don't like it. It made me uncomfortable. The the ladies like seem weirdly okay with it. Like yeah. kind of enabling his behavior. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't like it, Brandon. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said with Ethan, like, I look at how the other people are responding to it, uh, but it's not, it's not great, Uh, like, they seem to enjoy it and think, like, he's harmless, but I think that it's not, I think Tom knows what he's doing, and it's not good, so I definitely don't like it, but, like, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna kill him when like they are like laughing about it and telling us like not even with him around that like they love Tom and like that, you know they know they think he's harmless or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, and also he's—I mean—he's just blatantly doing it on camera. His—he has a wife. Yeah, I know. Well, that part She's of it is. She's gonna be not watching good. every episode.
0: Yeah, that part of it is terrible. Like, I if I went on Survivor, this is like so stupid. This is so bad. It's not yeah. something that I would be interested in doing. And I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know their relationship. Uh, but yeah, I'd imagine this is not gonna go over super well.
1: Maybe if he wins, he'll have enough money to pay for the marital counseling. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Ethan says that everybody they're all close to each other they all feel like a family and it's gonna be hard to vote somebody off the next day
1: yeah I mean that's a lie
0: yeah you've been you've been <laughs> questioning how close they really get in the bonds like throughout all of survivor so you're probably not yeah. buying this at all
1: I'm I mean I'm not buying it because they they vote frank off with with without a regret it seems
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's true nobody. Nobody's really going to fight them on the Frank vote. So Only
1: Frank did. Yeah. He voted for someone else.
0: Yeah, only Frank. Uh, we're going to go to the immunity challenge to see if Frank can save himself. Uh, they are going to get the story about the Samburu warrior. And uh, they're going to have seven stations with questions and whoever gets five questions right first and keeps their um, ribbons... On their on their staff, I guess is yeah. gonna. I guess it's a it's a um, torch, and they're gonna mm-hmm. like bring it back, and whoever has five first is gonna win immunity. Uh, what stuck out to you about the Samburu warrior story?
1: Oh, this one had a lot in it actually. The removing of the teeth mm-hmm. to to pour things, just like that. It's very interesting that uh, their culture has this. Uh, they saw that it was of significant enough importance to uh, feed someone when they were unconscious that uh, removing teeth was something they would do. Yeah. Especially since, like, I don't know, my bottom two teeth, they're pretty important for, like, chewing. Yeah. Things and I don't know. Uh, yeah.
0: Did you like that uh, the Samburu warrior could not flinch during the final ritual? after they're like at least 10 years old uh, and they they couldn't flinch or else their family would be forever shamed.
1: Yeah, okay. Thank you for reminding me about that, Brandon, because I did block that out and remembered something way tamer than (laughs) the fact that they would circumcise people as part of their ritual. And also, you would not be able to flinch. I mean, I flinched just hearing it. That's horrifying. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's, I think that's pretty much everything. The other thing is they had to have children until they had a boy, um, and if they had to move on to somebody else to try to have a boy with them, they would have to do that. So that was yeah. rough. And then and then when they when they're gonna die, they're left to die for the hyenas to eat. So, um, mm. do you think that the hyenas in real life are similar to the Lion King hyenas?
1: I think they're less obnoxious in real life. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get to the challenge. And, yeah. And uh, Tom is our uh, classic person who is shown getting all the questions wrong. He's only shown <laughs> yeah. getting like two questions wrong, but there's always one.
1: And he's baffled every time it happens. He's like, oh, oh, so, hell.
0: What? Oh, hell. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They've this is what the third time they've done yeah. a challenge like this. Yeah. This is by far the best one. Yeah. Because in all the others we have these people running all over the place. We we can't get an idea of where they are because they have to be filmed by different cameras and they're all going all over the place. This they really thought about what would look good on TV. Yes. And they made like an arena. Yes. Where people are running past each other constantly and they get a cool overhead view and you yeah. can very easily see where they are, what's going on, what they need to do. Yeah. Uh so 10 points for whoever put that together in this in this season.
0: Yeah, to give like a even more in depth so they're in a boma and there are seven stations throughout like on the edges of the boma and they have to basically go through this this uh I don't know Rope gate or whatever, and then close it behind them, and then they have to pick between two eggs, which represent the two answers to the question, and then they smash it, and then if it's right, then there's a ribbon in the egg, and if it's wrong, mm-hmm. there's no ribbon in the egg. They, I wonder, were these like ostrich egg size?
1: Well, he called them ostrich. Oh, eggs. he did. Okay, okay. But they weren't they right because well, they made. Like a porcelain shattering sound <laughs> whenever good... they bash them against the rocks.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. They were uh, they made to represent ostrich eggs, but they definitely yeah. were not made of uh, egg.
1: I guess it would be hard to make the ostrich to give forth an egg that already had the ribbon inside of it.
0: Yeah, and no, and no egg material. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so, Lex is in the lead, basically he and Frank are tied the whole time.
1: Can, can I go back one second? Uh, yes. I said give forth because I couldn't think of the word for when an animal gives an egg. It's lay an egg. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just want to address that before we move on.
0: I thought you were just being fancy.
1: No, I just literally couldn't think of the word lay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, from now on, from henceforth, I will refer to laying eggs (laughs) as giving forth eggs.
1: Oh, did little Bucky give forth her eggs this morning? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Sounds like something that if they had a chicken in like Bridgerton or something, that they would give Mm. forth
1: eggs.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Frank and Lex are in the lead the whole time and they're tied with four out of five. And Jeff says, everybody else has three. And Lex gets his fifth, but in the classic move, the first person to get all of his answers correctly in this challenge has to drop one of the things that they need to keep in order to win the challenge. We saw this with Sean, I think, and then we saw this with Keith for sure last season. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he he actually ends up finding the one that he dropped in time to still win the challenge.
1: Yeah, they did for like maybe five seconds make it seem like Frank had a chance of winning, but I don't think he was actually nearly close enough. No.
0: no. So Lex is going to win. I think it's his second immunity in a row, so he is safe. And uh, this is going to, I think, make it a lot more difficult for the Frank, T-Bird, and Kim Powers coalition to get something going. Because I think Lex is kind of the only one that they might consider, like somebody might consider flipping to vote him out. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kim Johnson isn't going to be interested in flipping to vote off Ethan, for example. Yeah. Uh, so we get to day 30, Frank's last day on Motomaji, And Frank gets to watch this beautiful sunrise.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so... It Thinking back to that scene after he got voted off, it, it, it really was kind of on the nose how he's watching the sunrise. And they kind of – they gave him his final day, I guess, as yeah. he reflected on his journey so far.
0: Yeah, he's loved it. He says, you know, it makes him realize how small they are in the world and it's put his life back in perspective. So, um he loves the wildlife, and he says, in a way, the people too. But most, mostly the wildlife. It's not the first time that he's talked about. Like, I sort of like the people, but the yeah. animals is where it's at.
1: I think he probably he probably likes the people more than he lets on.
0: Yeah, I think he's just trying to like let like soften the blow. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, but he's not gonna get voted out before uh, talking politics over breakfast. Oh yeah. He's, what better place? What better place? Uh, he says that he wants the tribe to see that there is a soft, sensual side to him. Why does yeah. he say
1: this? This must have been, he um, doesn't know what that word means. It's another conjugal, <laughs> <yes>. is it, situation <laughs> yeah. where people are slowly admitting like weird things to us, but maybe they just don't remember what the word means in the yeah. moment.
0: I think he's trying to sound smart. But he says the wrong word.
1: (laughs) You can't say sensual, Frank, after you couldn't even admit that you liked these people.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that to us. No. Uh, But instead, he's not going to show that he has a sensual side. He's going to turn everybody completely against him and make everybody really uncomfortable and telling him (laughs) to stop talking.
1: Yeah, by just going on a political rant about... The working class and guns and America.
0: Yeah. He says, I could kill somebody with fishing line. Are we going to ban yeah. fishing line now? Uh, there's a big misconception about guns. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, at, I wrote in my notes, at least the NRA, NRA might invite him to their banquet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We loved what you had to say about fishing lines.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to try to see how we can, we've got a great idea for a new line of uh, <laughs> fishing line weapons.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Uh, and t just is beside herself. She's like, why is Frank doing this why on the day this? that we have to go to tribal council?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it was a convenient thing for the show. To blame on him getting voted off. I feel like ranting about about politics for what maybe five minutes realistically is not going to be the thing that gets you voted off. I think it would have happened definitely regardless of that.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. I I love that they try to do this though. They're like Frank talked about the NRA. (laughs) They all voted him out.
1: They hated it so much (laughs) that they got rid of him. (laughs)
0: Like. I think uh, between Frank t and Kim Powers, like clearly Frank is the one that they're going to want to vote out. So it makes yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, it probably does have to do with his personality. Yeah. So it's not that far off, but I feel like, yeah, just that conversation that morning is not what put the final nail in the coffin. Yeah.
0: And uh, with that, we've made it through that scene with uh, I think not too many damages. So Woo. well done. Oh. <laughs> yes. uh, T-Bird isn't going to give up yet. She wants Kim jo- Kim Johnson to vote with her to vote out Ethan. She says, Ethan is going to win if you go on like this and vote Frank, me, and Kim Powers out. She says, you can't say anything bad about Ethan. He's he's going to mm. win. Do you think Ethan has the inside track?
1: I think, yeah. I think he probably does. I think out of all the people in that alliance, he's definitely the... um. Well, I wouldn't say out of all of them, but he doesn't have an obnoxious side of him, which is really going to help him if he makes it to the final two. Most people tend to like him, and he's never the messenger. People don't like the messenger. They don't like it when Lex is the messenger. Uh, And I don't think he has votes against him. No. Does he? Yeah. So, I mean, he's in great shape to win, and I feel like T-Bird is definitely on to something.
0: But it's not going to work. She, T-Bird tells Kim Johnson, if you vote for Ethan, I pledge my loyalty to you over Frank. So yeah, she's like, if you do this for me, then you're in my final two. So, I yeah. mean, I think, I think T-Bird is really strong. Like, I think she's a really good player. I think she sees the writing on the wall for her. And yeah. she's trying to make the move, and you know you depend on the other people to make the moves with you. Yeah, and this one doesn't work out.
1: No, I think I think it it may have had a chance of working out though, and I feel like it it actually is T Bird's best course of action right now if she wants to try to gain some momentum because she kind of does have the the uh, underhand right now.
0: Yeah, and I've said it in a bunch of episodes, but. T-Bird, clearly the best player that you've picked to for, oh, yeah. for your winner. Oh, yeah. Like, she is actually trying. She, like, we see in the episode uh, scenes from next time, like, she wants to get the girls together now because, like, her last plan didn't work. And so, like, she's trying something every episode. So mm-hmm. that, that's been really cool to watch her, like, knowing that she's your winner pick, just seeing, like, yeah. her game.
1: She's always looking at her hand, no matter how weak it is, and seeing where she can play a card.
0: Yep, yeah, she's great. I love T Bird, um, but Kim Johnson doesn't want to turn on Ethan. It's still too early to do that. Uh, it's it's getting late, Kim Johnson. Uh, there's only <laughs> going to be six people left after this, um, and she's worried that T Bird will react poorly to her telling her that she's not going to flip. But nothing really comes of that, and it seems, yeah. seems okay. Like, what are you going to do? So yeah. we got a tribal council, and what was the writing on the wall for you in terms of who they were going for, or what? What did you think?
1: Oh yeah, I was sure Frank would be uh, eliminated, and and I was sure it wasn't because of what he said earlier. But yeah. they they made such a big deal about that happening in the previous episode, right? That was the next time. Next yep. time, Frank rants about politics for like two seconds, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I was sure that would be the scapegoat for how uh, at least production side they would justify Frank getting voted off. I think it was probably more complicated than that. But they do want each episode to be kind of a story, so I get why they showed yep. it like that. But right. I was sure. I was sure it, it would be Frank.
0: Oh, the story of this episode, like if you just watched this episode only, you'd get a good story for why mm-hmm. Frank got voted out. So I think th- I think they yeah. successfully did that. Um, Jeff's oh, yeah. going to ask pretty much every person at Tribal Council, like, how do you vote people out? And then get their votes in the end. And this will be a common theme uh, across a lot of survivor tribal councils in the future. I'll just say that. Jeff loves asking Mm. people. He loves the jury aspect of the game, and he loves seeing how each player is thinking about the jury. And, you know, T-Bird says, I play as fair as I can, and I hope that even though I voted them out, they would respect the way I played. Ethan Says you have to hope that how you treated people before you vote them out will put you in a good light even after you vote them out. So, I mean, nice. similar ways. Diplomatic. To, yeah, similar ways to say pretty much the same thing from yeah. those two. Um, Lex is asked a similar question about like whether people are like having morals and stuff, and he says the game has been ugly at times and it probably will be ugly again, but everybody realizes that or should realize that it is a game and it would be naive to not expect this level of competition
1: mm. yeah so what i've seen the pattern i've seen so so far in survivor is nobody sees it like it's just a game even if they say it's just a game even if they tell everyone it's just a game they're still going to let their feelings get into it and it's going to be an emotional moral story and way more than just a game <laughs>
0: We know Lex feels this way because of how he reacted when he got a single vote against
1: it. One vote, yeah.
0: Yep. And then uh, Frank is asked about tribal lines, and he says the old tribal lines are gone. We're all one, one tribe, one family, if you will.
1: Yeah, it's like one big family, and Frank.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I wrote "nope" with an exclamation point after. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's not at all. I, I, Frank must also know this. Yeah, he's just sometimes saying. sometimes it just seems like they're trying to keep up appearances for Jeff. They're like, "Yeah, Jeff, we're we we figured it out. We're we're all a bunch of buds, and we just sometimes vote one of our guys off." That's that's the only thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, But Kim Johnson is says she's always worried about the vote, no matter what. Uh, if she's the logical person to go, she's going. And uh, mm. I don't think she's worried about this vote at all. No, no. Um, then we gonna we're gonna get to the vote. Uh, we only see T-bird's vote, but we hear Kim Johnson and Kim Powers read their votes, and they're basically like, you know, I'm voting for you, you're a great person or whatever. They don't really I don't say like
1: that your much. stance on gun rights. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, T-bird, though, is really broken up about having to vote for Frank.
1: This is not a vote of betrayal. This is a, a vote of strategy. Thank you so much for the friendship.
0: And then yeah. she's like super crying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She, she doesn't like doing this. No. Uh, but, she kisses you know. the vote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think you can just say it's not a vote of betrayal and it not be a vote of betrayal. I think there was a, uh, at least assumed alliance there and... She voted against it, but I also think it was in her best interest, and she didn't really owe that in any way, at least rule-wise, to Frank. Nope.
0: Nope, it is in your best interest to align with the group if you have no other option in that vote. So Mm -hmm. it's very good by T-Bird. And we get the votes. We have one vote Frank, one vote Kim Johnson, and then the avalanche of Frank votes. And Frank gets voted out 6-1. to one. And uh, he's going to give some final words. Yeah. calls out to his family.
1: To my lovely wife, Polly, my daughters, Jocelyn Rose, the sage hunter, thank you for your unselfish sacrifices you made so I could go on this adventure. I give you my word of honor that down the road I will make all your dreams come true. As your husband, as your father, and as your friend, I love you and I miss you. Thank you. I mean, that's really that's a, that's a very nice. It's uh, really parting nice. speech. Do you think that was pre-written?
0: I don't know. It's so it's so <laughs> like well articulated. Yeah. After this long game, like I don't know. It feels like it, but yeah. I don't know, Frank. Maybe Frank just. I was thinking about this for a long time. Maybe he had time to think about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't I think he's got nothing to be ashamed of. He made it really far into the show and he did a really good job. Um I I feel like it made sense he got voted off, but I I did feel a little bad for him just cuz I feel like he doesn't really do well with other people's opinions. Yeah. He's not going to be a baby about it, but he probably does uh take it inwardly a lot. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so by Frank, and and now that both Brandon and Frank are gone, I will say one of the things that I can never remember about this season is which person Brandon or Frank goes first, because they're so, oh. like, together, like, in terms of being, like, against each other the whole time, and I always yeah. forget, like, which goes first, and it's, it's Brandon goes first and then Frank, so... Um, Cool. Well, that's everything from episode 11. Mm -hmm. They show a couple scenes from the next episode. I mentioned earlier T-Bird wants the women to vote together. There's three of them and three men left, so they could force a tie. Um, Lex is vulnerable for a tie, and Tom is also vulnerable for a tie. Mm -hmm. So that could be something. Uh, And then the reward challenge is going to be videos from home.
1: Yeah. And then
0: the winner is going to take quote the trip of a lifetime
1: trip of a lifetime. Yeah. I love the videos from home segments. It's so fun to get background information on these people that we feel like we've kind of gotten to know a little bit, but really we know nothing about because we don't even know uh, what like their family is like, or like anything about their background.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll get to meet Tom's wife and she can, tell him on video that he can feel free to gawk at the women on Survivor or something but we'll see
1: that wouldn't make me feel more comfortable at all (laughs) no no,
0: that'd be weird but yeah we'll see what happens Uh, Scott anything else from episode 11 this has been a great discussion
1: yeah it really has Uh, I am just a little bit scared to see what Tom's gonna do in the next episode because (laughs) what will the escalation possibly be from here
0: how are you feeling about T-Bird?
1: Oh, T-Bird's... Uh, well, I was about to say she's got it. I feel like she's not in the best place right now, but if there's anyone I trust to be able to get out of a situation like she's in right now, uh, if it's possible, then I think T-Bird has a good chance.
0: Yeah. She's clearly very good. I think at this point in the game, it is going to depend on whether like how the other people respond to the situation, which yeah. is not the best place to be. But, yeah, like you said, if anybody can do it, she has been thinking about everything so well throughout this whole thing. So uh, we'll see whether she can get herself out of it.
1: Um, Either way, new record.
0: New record again, yes. So we'll see if you extend it another, another episode next time. Uh, thank you all so much, listeners, for listening to this episode. Uh, hopefully you're still here. We, we've gone a, a little long. Uh, longer than our last couple of episodes but a lot to dig into in this episode so hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did while we talked about it and uh, follow us on Twitter at SS Survivor Pod got a lot of great uh, stuff going on there with uh, I don't know Survivor 42 and, and our coverage of Survivor Africa and uh, until next time when we'll talk about episode 12 take care
1: see ya